0: Man Metcalf. Smith. Hit as he throws. BJ Hill. And it's over. The Bengals' defense delivers. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by Bet MVM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the Bet QL Network.
1: I can't believe I won my bet on Cincinnati. Seattle, like, actually smashed the Bengals in that game. And, like, somehow managed to lose and not cover the spread. So, I mean, I would say shout-out to me. But, I mean, I didn't really do much. I I made a bad bet that thankfully won. Uh, which is better than the alternative, making a good bet that loses. So I'll take that any day of the week. We will get back to P-squared, B-squared in a second, our handicap of Week 7 in the National Football League. But want to remind our audience, whether you're listening to the show on all the various spots that we are on, including, you know, radio stations nationwide, we're on XM today, preempted on Sirius right now because of play-by-play coverage of the ALCS. But it's great to be on XM, stations around the country, YouTube, Twitch, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, and, of course, with our friends on Stadium where we'll, where we are simulcast right now, where well, we want everybody to check out you where you can get all your you better you bet merchandise needs. You want a shirt, you better you bet after dark, you better How about don't be a slap? You better you bet shop.com. You want Prompt King merch? How about choose your Capper merch? You better You Bet At eight buckets bucket hat. You better you bet You want long sleeve t-shirts, short sleeve t-shirts, you want hats, you want hooded sweatshirts, you better you bet shop.com. For all your you better you bet merchandise needs, support the show at you, better you bet That's you better you bet shop. Dot com And if you're watching the show on Stadium, this is our final segment on Stadium for today. We'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern. If you want to check out the final hour, I would recommend that because we'll do Lochmas. Ken's going to tell you how to bet national championship in college football. We'll give you all our NHL bets for tonight in Bets of Steel, our bets for Game 1 of the NLCS with the Phils and the Diamondbacks, and of course, side total and props for Monday Night Football with the Chargers and the Cowboys. Just flip on over. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and you can watch the final hour of the show. Again, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and you better you bet shop.com. All right. Uh, Jake, bring the music back up here. And, Ken, let's pay off the, uh, the Seahawks-Cardinals conversation that we've been teasing for a little bit. So Arizona loses to the Rams and doesn't cover the spread and barely scores any points jerks and seattle somehow loses to cincinnati despite thoroughly outplaying the Bengals on the road the point spread for this game in the pacific northwest seattle an eight point favorite at bet mgm ken the total is 46 pen pencil blood or blank seahawks and cardinals
0: uh i think i just agree with the side and I, I think it's a good encapsulation of the difference between the teams my number was like between seven and seven and a half for uh, for the game which i i don't think is that surprising we saw uh the rams number last week remember the rams have like almost no home field advantage the seahawks will have some home field advantage like josh Dobbs will have to operate an offense on the road with crowd noise which will be worth something something that gets you like over the key number of seven I, I don't hate that i agree with you on seahawks teaser legs um Maybe favorite teaser leg of the week? Be like this more than like the Giants or Atlanta or any of the other ones?
1: I, I think Seattle is so likely. I think Seattle is going to cover the game line. So like, of course, I like Seattle teaser legs. Yes, I think it's just, <laughs> it's just, I just think it's, I, I think it's the best teaser leg of the week. Yeah, to answer your question. Sure.
0: Denver seven and a half at home to Green Bay stands out as like potentially pretty good too when we get to that game. But I agree like versus all these one and a half, two and a half up games where we at least know the quarterbacks. I agree. I think it's for me, it's like really straightforward. It's T Seattle. Um the question I have to ask myself is like, do I want to go back in on an over in a Cardinals game again? With a really low total in this game for a Cardinal 44 and a half. We're back to this is this is lower than the total in the Bengals game when the Bengals were bad. When people thought the Bengals stunk when they scored like three points against Tennessee. You got 45 and a half in that game. Now you got Seattle's offense. And again like the just you know not to uh, get too far ahead of ourselves like, Chase, the game of the game of his life, Jamar Chase against the, the Cardinals secondary. Cooper Cup, 149 yards against the Cardinals. We'll see what healthy receivers the Seahawks have going into this game. Like, does everyone play? But, man, like, this Geno Smith passing attack against this D, like, it's the same thing again. Like, the, the Seahawks should name their yardage and score. And the question is, like, can Arizona score enough? Um, which, you know, I, to be fair, it's like, oh, well, you had the over against the Rams, and that, you know, it ended up not being good. Yeah, like the Cardinals in every other game they played, better red zone efficiency, more explosive plays, and they just missed on a bunch of long touchdowns and they got in the red zone. And they settled for field goals twice in a uh, in a bunch of situations. So like it, you know, yes, the game went under. Actually, I still really like the bet. I still, you know, the Rams kind of held up their end of the bargain a little bit better than the Cardinals did. So totally agree on Seahawks teasers. Question's going to be hashtag totals work tomorrow. Does the over start to look good at it like, um, you know, almost like an average NFL scoring game with the Cardinals involved? Not sure that can be the case.
1: I'll, uh, I'll wait for your hashtag totals work, and then we'll have a conversation about this coming up later in the week. Seattle got so unlucky yesterday against Cincinnati. And like, OK, so let's say the game goes according to how it should have. And I bet the Bengals, so I'm very happy with how the game turned out. Let's say Seattle wins the game, even if they win it at like the very end, where like Cincinnati had like miracle stop after miracle stop, like deep in their own territory, and Seattle wins. Like is is this the spread? I guess it probably isn't 10, but I guess if Seattle wins the game going away, it might be 10. And I think they probably should have won the game, honestly, going away. Um, we saw a couple of things from Seattle yesterday that I think are very encouraging. Um, from a like fantasy and prop perspective, and against bad defenses, I think we'll kind of like come into the handicap. Um, the Seahawks' offensive line is finally is finally getting getting healthier, and they don't have to keep running two tight end sets with me, which means Jackson Smith and Jigba's on the field more often with Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, and I think that you know, assuming health, right? And I think early in the week, I don't think there's any reason to believe that those guys aren't going to play. I think at least, um,
0: well, I, Metcalf left briefly, right, against the Bengals, but came then back came in, back. Though. Yeah, he yeah. came back
1: in. Yeah, uh, so I'm just saying,
0: but, like, tell- Metcalf's been on the injury report, like, literally every week of the season, I think, with something. So just, like, that was the only thing I was implying. is just, like, cool, let's, like, let's just make sure. I mean, how like, how did he unlock it and not have 10 billion yards in this game? It's kind of like, where does Seattle want to go? And that guy's going to have 150 yards.
1: And also, like, Smith and Jacob had 48 yards yesterday. Like, the arrow's pointing way up on him right now for the rest of the season. And also, like, Kyron Williams ran through this defense, the Cardinals' defense, like a hot knife through butter. Here's Kenneth Walker who's on like an insane hot streak right now. He's playing ridiculously well. And then here's Charbonnet right behind him. I Arizona's been really good to start the year. I think Gannon's done a great job. Rallis has done a great job. Your guy Drew Petzing has done a really good job. Dobbs has been a lot better than anyone could have possibly expected. I think it's pretty likely, and I'm not trying to bag on them because, again, I just complimented them. I think it's more likely that the Cardinals will see over the course of the rest of the year, at least until Kyler comes back, are closer to what they were yesterday than what they were earlier in the season. And I don't even mean that as a negative. They've been awesome, exceeded all expectations. I think the Seahawks are going to smash them. I think, like, 41-7 is in play here. So, yeah, I like Seahawks' teaser legs. And I think the number's right, to be clear. Like, I think my points per in the game was 7.5. Just my opinion is I think Seattle's going to roll them so I'll lay the Seahawks here in this game
0: it's just it's just funny like I think if you asked everybody hey like Arizona Cardinals this year what do you think I think they'd say something like what what you just said right like I uh, thought they were going to be the worst team in the league really low win total and like oh man like they've really acquitted themselves nice it's just it's such a funny optics conversation because they have one win and not only do they have one win they've gotten blitzed three straight games like niners scored every possession basically like yes the cardinals could have backdoor to 14 point backdoor to 14 point spread like niners scored a billion one by a billion bengals billion yesterday rams like 20 to nothing in the second half the second halves of these games have been really bad i think they've been outscored in all three like it's just funny that it actually does kind of look like what we thought before the year now that you look now that you look at the whole picture <laughs> it's like cool great win against dallas Also, you have one when you've gotten absolutely bulldozed three straight times. (laughs) Like, that's actually happened. So, to your point, like, why can't it just happen again? Like, this, maybe it's actually closer to the Cardinals' projection from before the year than we think. Because I'm with you, I'm like, no, but they've, like, they're so feisty and they're like in the mix and somebody like really are they in the mix look at the scores <laughs> like they're really in the mix like what mix are they in what is exactly happening here couldn't cover seven against the Rams yesterday um, so I'm, I'm with you I think it but I think it's just for me now that the, if the spreads more than a possession which is not what it was against the Rams last week then yeah it's teased down and maybe it's the over the Seahawks having to do a lot of work there
1: All right, let's go to the uh, the Ravens and the Lions here. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent football Monday. Wrapping up our time on stadium for today. If you want to check out the final hour of the show, twitch.tv backslash betql. Ken, we can at least start our handicap here. The Ravens, a three-point home favorite coming back from London against the Lions, who are five and one. And well by the way, Eagles and the Niners both lose yesterday. Lions with the same record right now as San Francisco and Philadelphia. All three five and 5-1 atop the NFC. Total in the game is 42. Initial thoughts. And David Montgomery going to be out for like a couple weeks for the Lions here with his rib injury. So maybe Jameer Gibbs comes back. Otherwise, it'll be Craig Reynolds and Bam Knight likely. And Divino Zigbo for the Lions. Uh, Lions, a three-point dog on the road in Baltimore, 42. Any early thoughts? Pen, pencil, blood, or blank? Detroit and Baltimore.
0: I mean, Detroit's able been able to win a bunch of games on their schedule, like, you know, Tampa and Carolina the last few weeks, because they're able to just win the line of scrimmage against those teams, like, not easily, but, like, you know, we able to win the line of scrimmage a lot of times against those teams, and so it kind of, you know, they're able to win despite having injured players, and they're able to win despite, you know, uh, not having a full roster and, and, you know, all that stuff, and you kind of, like, okay, but like, is this game going to be that? Like, is that what this is? Like, can they control the line of scrimmage like they can against Carolina and Tampa in this game? Maybe, because they're, they're so good at it, but this is where I kind of go back and forth on, on what I want to do here. Um, you have the Ravens coming back from London, like historically that's been kind of viewed. You talk to players too. There's like a weird lingering hangover that kind of goes with some of that stuff, like the game after really. Um, I mean, you had the the Bills off the Jaguars game, came back to Buffalo and played like whatever that was last night offensively, kind of gave you a sleepwalking performance. So maybe that affects Baltimore in the game. I just, my last thing on this, just like as a, an appetizer to talk about, so I have not bet the game yet. I mean, this is a terrible comparison, but this is what I'm thinking about right now. Like all those tweets the last like 10 years, That were like, hey, like if you just bet Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in every game, you'd be up 19,215. Like all those tweets because like they were so good against spread. But the whole thing with trends like that is you never know when you're in it that it's one of those. And then you get after the fact. And it's like, well, if you've done that, but like nobody knows that you're in it. Like nobody knew that, that that was going on at the time. Like, is that the Dan Campbell Lions? Like, is that what this he's like the best ATS coach in NFL history right now? Like through however many games he's coached, is it? Are we just dumb to not just at some point just be like, "All right, every game," and I'll just roll the dice and you take your chances? And like, here's the best ATS coach going. This is what this. These are the things I think about now with this team. Just, I mean, like, I, like, maybe they're that good now. I don't know. I don't have any explanation for kind of what's going on. And maybe that's not this game. That's just it's. I I think about those Belichick Brady tweets all the time with this team.
1: We'll uh, we'll dive into a deeper handicap of this game to start the power hour, the final hour of the show. We'll also give you our bets for baseball tonight, our bets for hockey tonight, side total and props for the Chargers and the Cowboys. Flip on over if you're watching on stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql.